Annie Hoey, can you bring us through some of what was heard in the Shannon today in support of Leave for Women Who Suffer Miscarriages? Yeah, so this is um, our bill um, that we want to ensure that you know, there's a statutory basis for, for leave for people who suffer miscarriages or indeed um, are experiencing IVF. And like some of the stories, not only that would have been read into the record or maybe have been read into the record before. So, for example, there was I one beg your woman. Pardon, sorry, who, I, I, I said today, I meant, it, I, I meant yesterday, of course. Uh, sorry, but go on. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was in last night uh, we had them in. Um, there was one woman who I had spoken to who has used to travel from Cork, uh, leave at like 5am in the morning so she could get up to Dublin to go to her IVF specialist who would take her in basically just before uh, the clinic opened so she could then boot it back down and try and get into work a little bit late. There was another woman who, um, a teacher, who said, who was going through, she went through really unfortunately a cycle where she went, you know, IVF and miscarriage, IVF and miscarriage, really incredibly difficult circumstances and she said she was so afraid to tell anyone in work she couldn't tell the principal of the school she couldn't tell anyone of her colleagues about what she was going through and like one of those is difficult enough to experience never mind cycles of them and she said she was afraid to tell them because she wasn't sure what would happen to her her responsibilities and her job and what impact that would have on her career um, and I just think those stories are are really really sad um, we've neglected women's health and reproductive issues for too long um, and I think it's really important now that we get this piece of legislation through right, the, yeah. the lower house. It's it's not hard to imagine that the stress those women were under didn't help the process of IVF either. Surely not. I mean, sneak. The women were effectively sneaking around using uh, sick days, using, you know, um, in-house days, also, you know, working around the system so that they could, you know, uh, using midterm being the only time that they would be able to uh, go through IVF treatment. And, I, and uh, I'm sure many listeners know cycles don't adjust themselves just to fit around midterm. So that, you know, in and of itself is an exclusionary process. Um, so it, it, it is heartbreaking when you hear about these stories and the fact that people are, are having to lie and work their way around a system when when reproductive health and sometimes complications with it are just a really normal part of life and we should be supporting people really when they need uh, help the most. All right. Um, Kathleen Funchen, would you be, would you be in support of this? Yeah, definitely, 100%. And I think some of those stories are, are really heartbreaking and it's a really difficult time. And I think, you know, um, it's obviously the, the issues of going for, for fertility treatment and all of the, you know, potential complications and and everything that you people have to put themselves through. And then the devastation of miscarriage, you know, and it's not easy to go through any sort of fertility treatment and then be so hopeful and then have that devastating news and have to just try to go into work and pretend like everything is normal. I think it doesn't say a lot about us as a society. We don't like acknowledge that. And I would agree with what Annie is saying there in terms of, you know, for years, women's health, you know, it wasn't spoken about. It was like taboo. And, you know, even in, in the last kind of year or two, there's been a lot more talking about the menopause and you know we, we, we speak about these issues a lot more which is really good but I do think And the cost um, of female hygiene and, and the basic products that are needed Exactly yeah, that, there, yeah there's so many different layers to it but I do think it's important and um, 
you know, a lot of people, they suffer several miscarriages and it's, it's really, really difficult. And I think it's important that we give as much support right. as possible. Uh, Malcolm Noonan, we did hear an announcement of uh, leave for, for victims of domestic violence. Should should leave for people in other difficult circumstances be looked at, such as this, do you think, as well? Yeah, absolutely. Would you be in support of it? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, I agree wholeheartedly with both Annie and Kathleen in relation to this. And Minister Gorman is exactly doing that is advancing work uh, to examine the needs of brave working parents who are coping with pregnancy loss and, and he's commissioning a study from academics in UCC and, and UCG in relation to that to look at the various policy interventions that could um, so the study is focusing on, on the experience of working parents who experience pregnancy loss prior to 24 weeks gestation and that uh, it's already the case that people who have pregnancy loss after 24 weeks can already avail of full maternity leave um, and this government has prioritised women's health care and women's reproductive health. Oh, when, when's that report due to be completed it's, it's, due, and it's due shortly I think and that will help inform government okay. in terms of the next uh, policy steps in relation to that. Alright, another issue uh, we can return to on a, on a future programme. We're going to take a quick break now. We'll be back looking at the issue of immigration after this. The Late Debate with Colm O'Mungan on RTE Radio 1.